you go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. I just want to play with you, sister, and build a snowman. I hate your guts. We can never be friends. You don't know my plight as a human being. David. Football. Football, David. The Dave Damashek Football Program, available on Apple Podcasts and at NFL.com slash DDFP. Now here's your host, Dave Damashek. Oh, you just heard his voice there. That's the voice of one Martellus Bennett, a.k.a. the Black Unicorn, a.k.a. several other nicknames that he's given to himself, violating the code that you can't give yourself a nickname, but in his case, I'm going to allow it because he is a unique fella, one of my all-time favorites to kibitz with in pro football and beyond. Coming up for you in just a few minutes, 20, 25 minutes MVP. We already conducted the interview, gangbuster stuff. He was yapping there about uh, about a feature film, an animated one that, mm-hmm. uh, that he and his daughter – uh, take in quite often apparently in his home and it's also quite popular in my home as well right now frozen we did de- that that's right. just the tip of the iceberg though pun intended as we jump in on other animated stuff in the meantime let's say hello to the man whose voice you hear in the background right now here in studio 66 one of our favorites here at nfl media host total access and uh, just about everything else if uh, you wait long enough also on serious he yaps he uh, talks about the dodgers on time warner it's cole Wright. what's the poop fella nothing much man how you doing hey shout out uh to you cole and uh and cole hamels is in the news okay uh, just got traded and uh, and I, I felt bad when last time you were when we talked about Coles that we, that I like and mm-hmm. whether or not it's a good baby name. I forgot uh, you know Spaghetti knows uh, Coley over there, one of our favorites uh, from uh, from Barstool. Um, Coley Mick over okay. there doing good stuff too. So right. shout out to to yet another Cole out there. Cole, Cole Trickle, Days of Thunder, Cole fictional character, but yeah, that's a good one. Cole really Calhoun, absolutely former Angel. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, so how Current are we? Angel, former Angel. 
I think he's on the still on the A list. Yeah. I don't know. You're a baseball man. Yeah, I don't, I don't, Although I don't cover trying, the AL West. I'm trying to tune <laughs> in a little bit now that my uh, Pittsburgh Pirates are showing signs they're of pl- life. They're playing some baseball. Yeah, yeah. It's not bad. Uh, as we record, it is the uh, baseball uh, trade deadline. We're moving towards the best time for a sports fan on the calendar annually here as uh, these teams are all the NFL teams toiling away in training camp, college teams doing the same, baseball coming down the stretch here, basketball is going to get ramped up here so too are the fellas on the skates oh october that's the best of it them is all everything but let's not jump too far ahead sports because, gumbo yeah that's right that's what it, it is it really is the mm-hmm. best time of all um but uh what, what's your favorite uh, in your house so what's your favorite animated movie <sighs> i'm gonna have to go with right now the, the highest on heavy rotation has to be moana moana i, I feel like frozen used to be mm-hmm. if you go back two years ago uh moana maybe coco Coco's I good. like those. They're all very good. The one that somehow has slipped through the cracks a little bit, I feel like, is uh, is Tangled. You know, the uh, Tangled, Rapunzel Tangled, Very story. good. Good very songs. Good. Uh-huh. For uh-huh. the first time in forever. Wait, is no, that that's Frozen? From Frozen? Wait a Come second. On. <laughs> you're right, you're right. Hold on a second. And at last I see It's probably the it's the same, same tune, different words. That's what it is. They just and cookie it's cutters. like the clouds have lifted. <laughs> that's when they're in the boat. That's a, that's a tremendous thing. We're on the dinghy. Anywho, let's talk about pro football, shall we? Come on. Um, and let's start it with this. Uh, with this. Every year I do this at least once, mm-hmm. and, uh, and and just about this time of the year over the last three, four years, I recognized when Le'Veon Bell sort of broke out in the NFL, uh, you know, in his rookie season, it occurred to me that the Steelers possessed, and it was a time where the Cowboys had Romo and DeMarco Murray and Dez at the height of his powers, um, and the Packers were thriving. There were a lot of good groups of triplets. The so-called triplets first uh, first introduced as a football term or to football fans by the early 90s Cowboys, of course, the gold yeah. standard for, for triplets, right? Absolutely. I mean, it was uh, Troy Aikman, obviously has a gold jacket, so too does the all-time leading rusher, Emmett Smith, and Michael so Irvin. too does Michael Irvin, the playmaker. Our co-worker here. That's right. Absolutely. That's right. Um, and uh, and so I realized now in the 21st century, there are a lot of good candidates. Teams have triplets, which is a quarterback, a running back, and a pass catcher. We'll loosen it up a little bit to make it more compelling to the 32 teams currently out Trying to there. get tight ends in the mix? Is that what, is I'm that getting, what it is? Yeah, it, would be, okay. uh, it, it wouldn't be right. It's not fair, I think, on some level to disinclude Gronk because, you know, on this show and elsewhere, we love talking about who the best wide receiver is, ranking those guys out, trying to ID that. But ultimately, you need to put an asterisk asterisk next to all of it because Gronk is perhaps more dominant than just about all of them. And so we included him and Greg Olson and so on where, okay. the, where uh, that is the primary receiver on a given pro football team. So let's jump into it now and let all me right. tell you how we rank this. I am legitimately surprised by how they how they play out because what I do is first Cole Wright um, is I rank each position group so I rank the quarterbacks one through thirty two then the running okay. backs then the uh, then the receivers then I invert them so if you're the number one at running back then you get thirty two points and if you're gotcha. the last it's wide receiver system. in that group yeah if you're the last running back in that you get only one mm-hmm. now the only uh, the only little uh, uh, wrinkle is quarterback more important than the other two positions. I think we can agree on that. So we give you uh, so that counts for two. Okay, but so. is quarterback more important than the other positions if the other positions are are far and away better than other teams in the, in the league? 
Because wow. there's one team I'm looking at right now, and I feel like they sh- they should be up a whole lot higher. And I know because, but their quarterback is unproven. But the other pieces of the puzzle around him are pretty pretty good. Well, let me count it, could it down. It almost be quadruplets, not I want, triplets. I want to hear your I want to not... hear your reaction on that for the okay. listener, and also you can track down the full list now out on uh, NFL.com mm. for your uh, for your pleasure. And I and, and as always, it's satisfying to me before we even get into it that I have done such a good job with it that there will be no pushback from any None. fan base. Everybody's okay. going to everyone's going to just fall in line with how this. this lines okay. Up. Yes. All right. So at number three, let's go win, play, show. In the uh, in the show, the New England Patriots. I'm not buying the jive that Brady's old now or that Gronk's worn out. And by the way, they get Sony Michelle, and uh, you know that figures to enhance the yeah. uh, already. I mean, the the depth that they have at running back is crazy. At number two. New Orleans Saints, Michael Thomas, the best wide receiver Drew, Drew Brees has ever had. Alvin Kamara getting well, is, a bigger is, is role. He the, put up the most receptions, but is he, is he the best receiver that Drew Brees has ever had? I, I defy you to come up with another name to challenge that. Spaghetti behind the glass. Feel I mean, he free. had some. He's had some pretty good. I mean, Jimmy Graham was a was he was not well, he's wide tight receiver end. by definition. Exactly. I'm but talking you said about we're trying the best, to, to loosen the. I'm with you, but okay. the best wide receiver certainly he's ever had is Michael Thomas and I. Or Ladainian Tomlinson. Ooh, interesting. <laughs> yeah. I was trying. You know, I, yeah, the the Chargers did cross my mind in that spot, but yeah. there was no one really who would rival what Michael Thomas has done. Before Michael Thomas, Ladainian, the only man to catch a hundred passes from Drew Brees. Is that true? It's Look true. at you. Very true. Look at who knows How about his stuff that? today. How about that? Good for you. Prepare. Just, just today. Just today, though. Well, we'll see. Catch me tomorrow. I'll be a bumbling mess. I think that's pretty good. You know what else is weird about Michael Thomas <laughs> is is that, uh, and we're, we've been guilty of this as well, is it his name that makes us forget him when you start doing Antonio Brown versus Anto- uh, Antonio Brown versus Julio Jones versus New Copkins? It seems like Michael Thomas kind of just falls up, by the wayside, kind of but he's certainly up there based on deeds. Well, I mean, we should think of him, and we should think Flash and Pizzazz, almost like Philip Michael Thomas from Miami Vice fame. Oh, I mean, okay, now we're getting yeah, somewhere. A little Crockett Tubbs action. I think so, that's what we need. Maybe, we need. maybe he needs to. That's what he needs to do. He needs to go back old school style and have himself a poster, Michael Thomas, and, and it has to be in like Miami Vice type lettering. Okay, with okay, maybe maybe a white. A cream jacket, maybe some turquoise pants. Well, he doesn't have to carry. The, he doesn't have to carry the full load here. I mean, Drew oh, no. Brees can be no, the not, Crockett to oh, his tubs. Absolutely. How absolutely. about that? Maybe we can get Edward James almost. No, Kamara is for the. No, Kamara is the police chief. Holmes. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Gotcha. Gotcha. We'll figure out the details of this. Right. But I like where your head. You like that? We need to land on something, something promotional to for poor Michael Thomas. How about we? We should maybe just just try to get a, a, a poster campaign going. Okay. I remember the old Jerry Rice. Gold fingers, where he's standing and yes. looks like James Bond has the gold hand and all, I all like those this. great, like Sackman, Richard Dent. Emma VP. If somebody else hasn't done this, and of course on the World Wide Web, it seems like if you have an idea and then you Google it, you realize that someone's uh, going to steal it. That forty-seven other people have already mm-hmm. attempted to do this. But I've noticed that that's in vogue now, is to do to do current things in retro style. Let's do that. Well, let's create some posters. How about it. Some eighty style posters. For our modern day pro football heroes, what do you think of that, Emma? I like it. We'll do it. I'll get do you on remember it. that, or that that predates you? Of course, Spaghetti. Do you remember? Did you ever have? Did kids your age hang posters of, of of athletes on their walls? I know you're talking about though. Like a like a Barry Sanders will have some kind of uh, it'll be a reference to something in pop culture of that time. Like, yeah, I know you're talking about. Like, NBA did y- a lot y- of Yammer Yager. Remember the Yammer Yager poster uh-huh. where he was on a chessboard and he was like that, and he had the mullet in all its full glory, and it said. 
checkmate, but check spelled obviously like Czechoslovakia. Very nice. Like, uh, see, it was all those pretty puns. witty there. Yeah, exactly. The, <laughs> a less clever one was I remember I had one from like quarterbacks of the early to mid eighties, I think, and it was said and it, and it said field generals on it, and it was all the best quarterbacks in the NFL at the time, all dressed up like all manner of military okay. officers. Nice. I never had any like photo shoot posters, but my room I had like live action like Michael Jordan posters or stuff like that. But I do know what you're talking about. It was, yeah, they I think all it was had, a little bit before my time. Yeah, they all had uh, little puns. MVP. I think this is gonna. This is really gonna please you. I'm all about it. I'm sure you can, just, you can just Google. Bartlett just has old like school Christian Okoye he down does. at his desk downstairs. He does. Yeah, that's right. Yes, and then, but, but, but even before those, we're just unironic. No attempt to make a pun or anything like that. They were just pictures of the guys, and they just said their name over it. And I had several of those in my uh, those childhood bedroom. No, Jack no, Lambert, Link yeah. Swan. That was it. Showed him like on the sideline smoking a cigarette. <laughs> <laughs> Old school, old school. Oh, well, that, I mean, that may be the greatest sports photo of all time is uh, yeah. the Cobra Dave Parker taking a nail in the in the uh, yep. dugout there. Yeah, you can't. People also forget Mike Giesler's behind him there also taking a nail. Really? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I have to go, go check on that nail. one. Okay. All right, listen, we got sidetracked there. So it's all good. at number two, the New Orleans Saints, and that means at number one, no big surprise here, the best triplets in all the NFL, the Pittsburgh Steelers, and that is an ode to me be bleeding black and gold. I think that's empirically so if you watch these guys um, out there together. The problem is, though, Cole Wright, before we jump in on your mm-hmm. thoughts about how these things rank out, 1 through 32, is, I, you know, where I sit now, I feel like we are on the precipice of, of, gray, uh, of grievous disappointment in this way. The Steelers in spite of having one of a guy who who just might retire if he has one more Super Bowl run in him he might go down as one of the 10 best quarterbacks of the Super Bowl era Ben Roethlisberger I believe that then you have the best wide receiver of the 21st century I know Randy Moss bleeds into that but okay the at least the best wide receiver since Randy Moss and in by my estimation in the top three better than Calvin Johnson Oh, Antonio yeah. Brown. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Wow. I would I wow. would certainly say so. Okay. And the numbers support that. Okay. Um, and then uh, and then I, I and then Levy and Bell, who I think most people consider, may, you might get some debate, but I think most people would say twenty six is the best running back, all purpose at minimum. Surprisingly large man too. He is a big guy. Yeah. He's been making the rounds. I don't wow. Know if you heard, like you can find out I, uh, stuff about him on social media right now if you want to search him. I don't know. First first time I saw him, I had no clue that he was that large. Oh yeah, I was like, why is why is he looking me directly in my eyes? Much bigger, I mean, yeah. much bigger back in his uh, his collegiate days. Yeah, in fact, he's lost uh, he lost about uh, twenty pounds. Just the feet. height, though. I didn't know he was that tall. Oh yeah, he's like six one or so. Yeah. I think he maybe even six two and change. So what? Go ahead, and then uh, I, I don't want to spoil the whole thing okay. for you. I want you to go and look at it. Of course, we're in business, so, you know. I'm not, uh, you know. I'm just giving away free samples all day. I mean, it's free for you to look at, but I still know the one thing I want you to do is uh, just a know, small taste. Come back and get some yeah. more. Yeah. The Atlanta yeah. Falcons come in at number four. I'll I'll, I'll tell <clears> you my <throat> biggest surprise: one through thirty-two. Mm. Green Bay Packers only reach seven, and I say it's a surprise because I like I, I rank them. As individuals, and then I do the, the the quick little math on it, and I don't know exactly how it's going to line up. I was surprised to see six teams ahead of the Packers. They, of course, feature the best quarterback, not just now, but of all time. And Devontae Adams ain't too bad himself. The so, best quarterback of all time. I'm not having that conversation with you. Of course, wow. Aaron Rodgers is the most talented quarterback of all time. 
Uh, right? I don't okay. Know. Well, I don't so know how to feel about fine. that. Fine. I mean, what do you want to say? That's a whole nother conversation. You want to say 12? Another TB? I mean, he's, he's pretty good. Okay. He's pretty he's good. very good. Uh, uh, Joe Montana. Joe Montana. Fine. Um, all good. Yeah, John there's, Elway. There's Dan Marino. Guys, yeah. I get I just, all the I names. think it's, uh, I mean, even even Drew Brees. I mean, if you want to. Oh, come on. That, 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 that now you're uh, trying to be difficult. But you see them. You see, you see nine there, uh, Drew Brees uh, slotting in. That's true. In number the second two. spot. Absolutely. Too the, bad and there. the one that kind of ruffled my feathers, and I don't, wanna, I don't really want to you know, give too much away, but we'll go down the list go just ahead, a little no. bit. But the Kansas City Chiefs, is it, is it because Patrick Mahomes is that unproven play caller? Is that what took that team down a notch? Because not only do they How have, far down is, uh, are not, the Chiefs? Nineteen. Nineteen. Well, listen. Well, how high up are they supposed to be then? They, I mean, we, we have a, we have a QB go, who's an unknown. Either one of their pass catchers. You're going to go Tyreek Hill. You're going to go Travis Kelsey, and then you that's know, the you one. Kareem Hunt coming of out all the, the ones that bother you. That kind of it, it kind of I think they could be extremely explosive. I think okay, when, uh, but Kareem Hunt had, from what we know of him, he had a little bit of a well, you know Maurice Jones Drew talks about it all mm-hmm. the time that most running backs will hit the wall at some point in their rookie season. It's just the, the, that they've never played a season like that. They haven't had uh, as, as many months yeah. spent uh, banging heads, and so that uh, tends to lead to a – but Kareem Hunt suffered from that a little bit in the second half of the season. And Travis Kelsey is, in all likelihood, the second-best tight end in the NFL. Some people would even say he's the, the best – Although Zach Ertz is in that so, mix yeah, this as well, is a, there's a three-way three shuffle any, at any time. That's all. You always got to give something the top three. Yeah. yeah. So, so win, but, play, win, play, show, as you always say. That's right. I but like Mahomes, that. how high up am I supposed to put the kid? We've never. We, I, I. And by the way, there's plenty of speculation, and yeah. I, I have to put, I have to slot certain guys. I have to assume when they're even going to play. Mm-hmm. We don't know who's going to be starting. I have Josh Rosen over uh, uh, Sam Bradford with the Cardinals there. That's an assumption I'm making. And even if they do start Bradford early on, it, I can't imagine them week getting six. out of it. Rosen's – it'll, it'll be mean, his by week what's six. The, what's the point of uh, of rolling with uh, with one of these mediocre – They're paying bets. him a lot of money. That's why they I, might want to roll with them. I don't care. Is it 20 million bucks Sam Bradford's getting paid? Um, but you know, the, the 17 over 19 as – I don't. Maybe you wouldn't want to give anything. No, away. no, no. Give okay, away. The, I'm Col- sorry. the Colts are coming in at 17, and the Chiefs at 19. I feel. I, I feel like Andrew Luck. All gets right, a few well, extra we... points just because he's Andrew Luck. How dare you? And, I am the. And, like, I... No, no offense to Andrew Luck or Andrew Luck fans or you know Colts faithful, but I, I just think Andrew Luck since he first came into the league and you know he, he's a he's a very talented quarterback. This we know, but I think he's been just a, just a skosh overrated. He's put on a pedestal from from very early on. And I just think it's been tough for him to live up to all those expectations. We haven't I, seen them. I agree. And he still I gets have, a pass. He still I gets have a pass. led. I have led that the charge of cynicism against uh, Andrew Luck. I, I I have spoken out about this. In fact, I don't want to get into a whole. Uh, I don't want to get into a whole race thing. But I've said for a number of years now, since Cam Newton really started to break out in what it's your guy, Cam Newton, being his guy. MVP season. Yeah. I said, I, I, I just threw this out as a, uh, a a thought experiment. Okay. What if you flipped the uh, the uh, colors of the two men? What if Cam Newton were a white man and vice versa? If Cam Newton, the description is Cam Newton, all he does is win. He wins all, you know, he wins a lot of games. Won 11 games last year. I mean, his whole career's been marked by being a winner. Victorious. Uh, Andrew Luck ha- gets a little loose, as dominant as he has been and uh, as exciting as he is and everything else, gets a little loose with uh, taking care of the ball on yes, occasion. Turns it over. How would, uh, how would those, two, uh, two, those two things be received if you flipped 
the uh, the scripts on the two of them. I mean, interesting Cam, scenario. Cam Newton is, as I always say, is going to the Hall of Fame. It's just a matter of time now. So so long as he hangs in for a decade's worth of football, his numbers are beyond reproach. Sure. The greatest rookie season a quarterback yeah. has ever had in the NFL. His MVP season, fifteen and one. Reminder: throwing the ball to Philly Brown and Ted Ginn Jr. Yeah, good point. Good point. <laughs> Not to take anything away from Ted Ginn Jr. and Philly Brown, but. When Cam put up the kind of numbers he put up, I mean, those were pretty eye-popping. So, I mean, yeah, but but Andrew Luck, though, I mean, certainly based on his deeds and his uh, the, the division crowns when healthy, he's taken the Colts to and everything else, I certainly have to try and apply <clears throat> a little bit of optimism there. All the best to him as he's taken a full year away from the game, basically. Yeah. Let's see if he can elevate that team. Could be a nice little story there. I've been hearing some whispers from people who know what they're talking about who say the Colts are not going to be half bad. They just so happen to be in one of the more Tough brutal divisions. divisions. Yeah, they're the, they're the fourth best team in their division. Yeah. I don't know how they feel about that, but you know who they might. Teams. You know who they might jump over, though? The Tennessee <laughs> Titans. I don't know. I've been know hearing about whispers that. about depth or lack thereof down in Nashville, and that's some real concerns. And Mariota was not good in 2017. Go back. Malcolm Butler looked good at practice the other day, though. That's true. I don't know if you saw that. That's true. Spaghetti, you want to weigh in on <clears throat> something here? What uh, what jumps out uh, at you? Yeah, I think overall, I just think that there is a heavy weight on the quarterbacks. I think that kind of goes to what you were saying about the Chiefs, because there are when I look at when I think triplets, I think of like just the overall how good they are as a package. And, like, yeah, would Aaron Rodgers outweigh maybe some receivers and running backs? Would I rather have him over a pairing of a receiver and running back? Like, sure, quarterback's more important. I get what you were trying to do there. But there are some, like, would I, you have the Panthers pretty high, but I'd almost, I'd much rather have the Rams triplets than have just Cam Newton. You know what I'm saying? Like, so, like, I think that's, that's where you lose me, where, like, there are some, I think that just the triple overall. Some are stronger than just like the strength of the one quarterback. Well, you wouldn't be getting Jet. I hear you, Cam Newton. But but yeah, that's the math of it. Cam Newton is better than Jared Goff. But I'd rather mm-hmm. have still have the Rams three than have the Panthers three. That's a great uh, that's a great debate. Who would you rather have, uh, Cole Wright? It's, it's would you rather almost... have Cam, <clears throat> Greg Olson, coming off of injury mm-hmm. and a little uh, getting up there a little bit, but still, uh, last time we saw him, the the favorite target of number one there, and Christian McCaffrey. Who little sweet twenty first century twenty first century kind of hybrid back catches as well as mm-hmm. he runs the ball, but he did show towards the end of the year they were given they they he he never got even close to twenty carries, but he did transcend twenty touches a game. Now they're talking about twenty five a game. Yeah. Jonathan Stewart out. We'll see how that all plays out in Carolina. I I, I hear what you're saying. Twenty five touches for Christian McCaffrey. That's a lot. I, I think what Gurley's the only guy you prefer, right? I mean, Gurley's the only one of the three you would want by position. I'd rather have – I mean, receiver. Brandon, You'd rather have Brandon Cooks than Greg Olson? Without a doubt. Really? Oh, yeah. And I don't think Jared Goff is that far off Cam Newton. I think it's just how much – how much the, like the gap between the two quarterbacks, I think that's pretty much the, the math you're doing. Like same thing there's, with the Packers. there's a gap between Goff and Cam Newton. Like, not to take anything away from Jared Goff. I agree. Because he's made unbelievable strides. In, I totally agree. There's, there, there's a gap, but I think it's like you could live with that gap if your running back and receiver are strong enough, and I think the triplet overall is better than much better than the – Here's, uh, here's the some Panthers. cynicism for you. And, I, you know, I am in Los Angeles. It's a fun story for us to to be close to sure. if the Chargers and the Rams are both as good as everybody seems to be thinking they're, they're, they're going to be this year. But just let me say this. Mm-hmm. 
Um, that it's a of course, like we've said all summer long, it's so easy right now to make a positive case for almost every, every team. single team. Almost Hope every team eternal. you could kind of talk yourself yeah. into like, yeah, maybe they're going to be a couple of outliers to that, but uh, a couple exceptions that prove the rule. But for the most part, almost every team is kind of in or out. Ooh, I like what they did there. Well, that could be, that could work out. And mm-hmm. all this coach speak about best shape of his career. And he's never looked so good. And yep. this guy gets it this year, but Jared they brought Tony Robbins in for what it's worth. That's exactly right. Yeah. Well, the, <laughs> They're fired guys up. really seem to respond yeah. to what he yeah. had to say. I think yeah. this is a positive step for our organization. Sure. All that shit. Sure. Exactly. Jared Goff played well last year. They also played a soft schedule last year. The NFC West suddenly vanished on them. Oh. The, the, the foes that uh, were, were there to oppose them. And, uh, yes, Sean McVay was great. But to say that you don't know how much worse Jer- or, or that Jared Goff isn't that much of a drop-off from Cam Newton – Kind of goes to my point. Cam Newton is dominant, and whatever you put around him, that team keeps on going to the playoffs. Is that Ron Rivera or is that one? But I'm, what I'm saying is I don't, Jared Goff doesn't hurt. He's not a negative. He doesn't hurt your team. If anything, he's getting better each season. So that's why I'm okay with having Goff and having Gurley and Cook, so I think are great, as opposed to the skill position players in the Panthers. Same thing goes for, I think, the, the Chiefs. If Mahomes is league average, you have two A-level a skill players. I'd rather have their skill players on the Chiefs and the Packers. Boy, oh boy! See, so that was some yeah. bright-eyed optimism oh. for you. I'm surprised you're not upset about uh, your gents there, uh, spaghetti uh, being at number nine. No, I, I get that. I mean, Eli needs to have a comeback year, and and Saquon's a rookie, so he's he's still unknown. Even though I think he's going to be good, he's still an unknown. There are some teams I'd have below them that are you have them above on your list, but I think there are some teams you have behind the Giants that I probably would put ahead of the Giants. So name I'm, one. I think the Rams. Okay. Go with the Rams. Um, the Ram- a lot of yeah. confidence in 16 there. Texans, too, potentially. Like, the, if the, the Sean mm-hmm. Watson's an MVP candidate. and, and uh, He's a Hopkins. hard one to judge. You're not feeling me, though, on the Chiefs? Like Chiefs, the Chiefs way too far too. down, I know, huh? I think the Chiefs should be way higher. I mean, they could be a hornet's nest like, if things the, go their way. The Redskins and Colts should not be ahead. Um, I think, strangely enough, the Browns are pretty low, too. If you want to put Josh Gordon as the guy, I think they could be better than where they're slotted. There's a couple that are low. Again, I think it comes back to how much you weigh on the quarterback. I was surprised by how low Cleveland was, but that being said, they Buccaneer, are ahead of what, 10 teams? Buccaneers, the Buccaneers way too high. Yeah. Well, Mike Evans. Yeah, but Mike Evans is uh, is for real. I like Ronald Jones a lot. And Jameis, if you just go over the numbers, and I know that the, that the eye test is different than what the numbers tell you, his completion percentage is poor. And he throws a lot of picks. They're kind of old school kind of numbers. They're kind of like early 90s kind of QB numbers. Yeah. But, you know, that 28-18 is kind of what he is. You know, he's very productive. He's just a, mm. a gambler a little bit. He's a gunslinger mm. kind of a guy. He won five games do. last year, right? That's Wow, that oh, yeah. defense was All right. crummy. Yeah, yeah. Anywho, <laughs> fun times. Good to see you, Cole, Always. right? Always. I, I got to cut it short here because uh, the main event is mm-hmm. has arrived here. Like I say, one of my very favorite guys in all the NFL. Let's kibitz with him right now. It's Martellus Bennett. What's the weirdest conversation you've had in a huddle? So Martellus Bennett played with the Giants. Um, I was in a game late with Martellus Bennett. And we get in the huddle and I call it play and I'm about to – I tell them what the play is. There was a TV timeout, so we're kind of just hanging out. And uh, and he's like, "Hey, man, you oh. know what? I wish I could have seen you more this year." I'm like, "What? What are you, what are you talking about? I wish we could have hung out, you know? Because I don't know if I'm going to be here this year or after this year because we weren't very good. And I was a starting <laughs> tight end, and we kind of kind of sucked. And I'm probably not going to be here. I wish we could have hung out more." I'm like, oh, "All right, dude, cool, sounds good." Break, and then I, th- I throw the ball to him, and then he's all excited, and he comes back, and he's like trying to rag on Eli, like, oh, Did you Eli th- didn't throw me the ball enough," and I'm like, "The, the whole thing." <laughs> 
Well, there you hear a little story about uh, the man seated to my immediate left. That story issued, of course, by David Carr, handsome devil, one-time first overall pick of the Houston Texans. And, of course, he was talking about Martellus Bennett. How are you, fella? I'm doing great. I actually like David Carr because it was interesting that I'm from Houston. I actually wore David Carr jersey to school. No way. Did yeah. you tell him that? Uh, yeah, that's why I wish I could hang out with him. Like, he was like a legend in Houston for good reasons and bad reasons now. <laughs> but, like, I was a fan. He was, like, there, Houston, the Houston expansion team. And, I mean, like, I used to have his jersey and Andre Johnson's jersey. Andre Johnson used to come to my basketball games in high school. You're kidding. Yeah, so it was, like, it was – that's kind of cool. What a funny, weird thing. And here I am. See, I'm a cynic because when he told that story, David Carr, I said, wake up, man. Martellus Bennett was just trying to dupe you into throwing him passes. But, in fact, it came from a sincere place. He did throw him. It was a Carolina Panthers game I think he's talking about. He threw me the ball like five times. Probably because I was a check down. But <laughs> but Eli, so Eli didn't throw you the ball nearly no, as much as David Carr did. No, huh? I was just trying. I was always taught to give the quarterback a little sugar so that you could get the ball a little bit more. Like, oh, you're doing ah, great. Like, yeah. See, I was right then. You yeah. were. He, he's a sucker, but not yeah. Damashek. I'm yeah. on the your I game. love Eli. Eli is one of my favorite quarterbacks. Is that right? Eli got me a bonus one time. How so? I needed one more touchdown catch and um, to get my bonus. It was like getting toward the end of the year, and I was just like, I told him. He was like, why do you wait so long to tell me? And then they called his play, and he switched the spot of like me. Wait, in the huddle you told him this? I told him on like the sideline, like mm -hmm. before the game, you know, whatever. And then he was like in the huddle, he switched the spots of me and Vic, and I got a touchdown. And it was the it was for my bonus. That's and he was, marvelous. And he was like, "Nah, you could pay me." And I was like, "Nah, <laughs> I'll never forget uh, forget that." He did that for me. That was great. So there was no vig. You didn't throw anything back to Eli for the effort there. Huh? Nah, he just. I mean, he trusted me. He's like, "Oh, dude, you should probably score right here." And he threw me the ball. I want to say it was against the Saints. I have so many things I want to uh, kibitz with you about Martellus Bennett. I've I've long found you, and I'm not alone in this, to be perhaps not just the most interesting man in the NFL world, but one of the most interesting men in the world, period. <laughs> and you have a new – I mean, you always – I mean, even in the middle of your career, in, the, in your prime, you were always writing, you were creating. Now you've got an animated series coming out. Tell us about it. It's uh, The Fantastical Adventures of AJ. Yeah, I mean, this new series is something I started working on um, while playing. So it took me twice, almost twice as long to get it done because of football. And um, I finally was able to finish it up. So now I've got to release the first episode to the world and I'm shopping around to get, you know, find somebody want to buy some of the projects and other ones I've written. So this is just like the beginning because no one wants to let you animate anything until you animate something. It's almost the same as like building a building. You could draw out these great plans for building a building, but nobody wants to let you build a building until you build a building. So you got to find someone to let you build the first building or you just go somewhere and build the building yourself. Huh? I hear you. Yeah, that is <laughs> it is bad. It's a, well, you know how it is too. I bet you that you now don't have to pay for nearly as many meals as you used to have to when you when you didn't have as much money as you have now, right? Bro, it's so great. It's yeah, well, it's great for you. Yeah, we went somewhere. I told my wife we were in Cannes. I was in Cannes on the, the creativity. Even in Cannes, they buy you your meals. It was a creativity festival, and I told my wife I was like. I don't think I've used my wallet since I've been here. <laughs> it's the greatest thing ever. Yeah, sounds all right. Yeah. I hope something. When's it my turn? That's what I want to know. When do I get to live that kind of life? Um, and by the way, so the fantastical adventures of AJ about uh, backup uh, star of the Philadelphia Eagles, AJ Feely. Is that, am I reading that right? I actually, did I play with AJ? 
the kick, I don't know. That's the kicker, right? Or the quarterback? Oh, there's the QB guy. There's yeah. two. There's who's the Jeff Feely? Who's the other Feely? Jay Feely. Jay right, Feely. Yeah. yeah. Right. Oh, but um, this isn't about either one of nah, them. No. So AJ it started based on my daughter Austin Jet Rose is her name. We call her Jet. But um, I want her to have a character that looked like her that she could relate to. And first it started with the books. And then I was like, oh, she should see herself in technology. Technology is going to mm-hmm. be a huge thing. So then I started making the interactive book apps and other ones that I'm working on. And then watching the television is just like, oh, she should be able to see herself on the television screen. I can't believe they, they canceled Doc McStuffin. She was one of the best shows on television. She was a little girl who was a doctor and a I mom. I didn't realize that that had been canceled. And her really? mom was a doctor, too. That's two black doctors on one television show. When have you? ever seen that before and now it's <laughs> off the air i didn't even notice that they had removed yeah probably because it's two black doctors well, let me, no no let show. me tell you something we watch we watch them all in my house i know i'm just saying yeah in the 21st century i i dare say there's not one animated movie i i haven't seen oh definitely much. you have to watch them all and i've seen all the t all the shows too very, right now pj masks is very oh pj cat i'm cat boy all the time you're cat boy yeah yeah i like see i like uh gecko but i think owlet has the best my, power yeah my my daughter always wants to be outlet mm-hmm. so she used that to be cat sense. boy because she has super fast speed and then she got over to super fast speed we have also been watching uh my little girl is especially obsessed by um uh frozen lately I, yeah i assume you've taken that one in yeah kinda. it's a terrible movie it's right that's exactly right yeah. right because what, great music your, though what's your issue with it I, i'll tell you mine after you tell me yours well, from the point that Elsa looks like um, Beyonce <laughs> in the movie, I, one of my biggest things about it is that it's not one single black person in Arendelle. Yeah, that's true. I, mean, they, not, I, I hadn't noticed there's that. There's not one in Arendelle. It. So, I mean, I was like, dang, not one brother made it to Arendelle? Uh, yeah. <laughs> Where's Arendelle at? Um, two, I don't like the fact that, like, I don't like the way um, Anna was so caught up with finding – the way she was going after the boy, trying to make him right the whole time, and you know, it was just that was embarrassing for her. She she took she uh, traded her dignity for a man. Yeah, she, she was like swipe. It was like meeting somebody up after they swipe right on Tinder. But that's that's right. But you know, that's you're, exactly. You're that's not, exactly. She may as well have been on her cell phone. You're so oh, right yeah. about that. Oh, oh, that's so great how you can finish my sandwiches. But you know what the you're getting at? The music was great, though. Elsa and Anna. You, what you're talking about is they both have emotional issues. Why do they have emotional problems? Because of their terrible parents. You're a parent. Can't you see? Can you imagine if, if your little girl was like, hey, I can shoot ice. I can't completely control it. And then your dad was like, well, we only have one choice, and we have to lock you in a room for all <laughs> of your all of your uh, minor years. Until you're 18, you're locked in this room. Well, wait a second. What about what about uh, Anna, then? What Can't Anna? Anna come in and, and hang yeah. out with her sister? Nope. Not allowed to see. But you don't tell Anna, and, like, why she can't hang out with her yeah, sister? Yeah, so and now Anna's always there, like, do you want to build a snowman? And it's just like, no, yeah. I don't want to build a snowman. No, go I hate you. my door. Why? You know, I just want to play with you, sister, and build a snowman. I hate your guts. We can never be friends. You don't know my plight as a human being. It's an outrage. Yeah. And, of course, also, as soon as she shoots that ice the first time, then the, the father's like, I know what we have to do. And they take her off to see a troll man. And the little troll man's like, well, you got to keep her away from other people. And the, and the parents are like, okay, I guess the troll knows it all. We'll just go with that, and we'll and we'll keep our two children separated for their formative years. Well, I don't know about the troll man because one time I did take my daughter to see a troll man, so I kind of get that part of the parents. <laughs> where, where can I find this troll man? If I have any big questions, you don't about find them, they find you. Oh, okay, all where, right. 
But when yes, student, I, when a student is ready, <laughs> the, the teacher will appear. The troll's going to roll out. Yeah. Speaking of the mystical, I wait, hear- Wait, wait, the one thing about Frozen, though. What else I didn't like about Frozen? I like I literally what I did like about Frozen was the music. The music was incredible. It's good. It's very good. Me, oh, even Olaf, the whole idea of him wanting to feel summer and him being uh, in summer. Yeah, did a great job. Very funny. Yeah, Olaf yeah. was funny. Yeah, he's good. Yeah. Um, yeah, listen, the picture is fine, but also the other thing is too. Elsa, spe- if only her old man would have said to her early on, like, let's work on this magic thing you have because it's a cool, it's potentially really cool. Instead, she shut into a room, <laughs> and then in, like, two minutes at the end of the movie, she just figures that's, it all out. That's, oh, all that's I like to- finding out your kid could dunk at seven and be like, you can't play basketball. We can't have that. <laughs> that ball could fall on one of your siblings' heads. Forget that. That's over with. If, yeah. if I find out my kid could give ice, first thing, I'm going to put that to use, right? Oh, the ice cream is melting. Elsa, you know how they usually call you to find a remote? That's right. Now, hey, Elsa, I need ice. There so you go. So many fun oh, things you could do. Yeah, you're it. getting better. You're getting better. Let's build an igloo. Like, whatever you want to do. But nah. Let's I, could, I, could, I could go another 20 minutes about that, but a couple of things real quick before, uh, before you get out of here. Um, see, this is just the tip of the iceberg for us. Ooh. Fitting. Yeah, I see what you about did. Ice and yeah, I didn't even try. It just happened. See, mm-hmm. um, but uh, speaking of mystical stuff, this is a big debate that I've been having lately. Okay. Who would win in a fight, a witch or a vampire? Uh, this this fight has happened on several occasions, I Where? believe. I just I pretty like I'm pretty sure I've seen a witch fight a vampire before. Who wins? Uh, True Blood. Oh, yeah. It depends how old I the didn't vamp- watch that. It show. depends how old the vampire is, because the older the vampire is, the more seniority he has and the stronger it is. And it depends on what level which she is, right? Let's so- say it's the most powerful of both. You know, like the best, the greatest witch of all time. I'm going with against- the witch, really, because the witch is also cunning. What a vampire isn't? Not so much. That's- a vampire's not cunning. What vampires have you been? I'm just saying. At? First of all, the vampire has to ask you if he could enter your house oh that's true so if the witch is in her is hot in her house then she has the advantage she could attack from there mm. she oh. could in her cauldron she could cook up a spell against the vampire too. well the also the vampire too though if the vampire is out he could surround himself with salt because then the witch cannot break the barrier of salt mm. so i think that kind of cancel each other out because the vampire can stay behind the salt and she can stay in the house and we'll have a floyd mayweather fight I was gonna say, forget forget the cobra <laughs> and the mongoose, a, a witch and a vampire. Of witch, I'm going with the witch though, just because I just I'm a big fan of magic. Uh, well, I mean, the va- uh, for the record though, a vampire can turn into a bat and can hypnotize you with his red eyes if he wants to. Yeah, but so the witch like can do he- the same thing. How do you know that? Because she if- has magic. She just has bat magic. All right. Well, it's like this. What if I go like, look at me. Oh, now it's too late for you, witch. No, you know, it's the I worst, though. The if when you in like a spot where there's a lot of people and you accidentally like eyes with them and then they try to come over and talk to you, you just like, I, was, I wasn't looking at you. <laughs> <laughs> I just, it was an accident. I didn't want to see that. Do you know Martellus Bennett? You know how Medusa, when she when a guy looks at her in their eye, in, mm-hmm. in her eyes, they turn into stone? Yeah. Do you know what happens when women look at me in the eyes? They probably don't turn into stone. They look no. like they probably turn into cauliflower. They turn into mush. I don't know what the cauliflower business is. That's. <laughs> I just I just feel like Medusa was a. I mean, he had to chop off her head. But the thing that people always forget about Medusa's head is you could keep it for yourself and use it on other people. You could just pop up with this bag and someone's getting on your nerves. Like, hey, look what I found. Wouldn't that be nice? Wouldn't that <laughs> be a nice thing to have? Yeah, a Medusa in your head. hip pocket. Oh, yeah. take that. They Matt. put Medusa on Versace too. Did they? Yeah. Snake hair. 
Versace, Versace, Versace. That's Versace. the other thing. They don't, they don't, you know, like, yes, she turns you into stone, but how about the snake hair? That's another thing. That Here's the you. question, though. After you turn into stone, is the the power of true love's kiss the only thing that could turn you from stone? Because that is the magical being. I just, I don't like the idea that they paint this image in my daughter's head that she has, there's this magical kiss out there waiting for her. I agree with that. And that's why you have to steer them towards brave like Merida, the yeah, Merida, but one. she's yeah. she's Mulan. Mulan doesn't need a man. She's a you know she can fight she, for herself. She became a man to be the favorite father. Right, yeah, ironically, she, she became yeah. a man, but proved herself to be all woman by yeah. being able to hang. Mulan was a good one. That's a good one. Yeah. In fact, I think that's the greatest villain in uh, Disney movie history. That's a strong statement, but that guy's scary. I think Lao Shang or something like that is his name. Yeah. Hey, who's the uh, most handsome quarterback you've ever met? You've played with a lot of them. Romo, Brady, Garoppolo, Rodgers, David Carr. Uh, that list, uh, I mean, it depends how you want. If you're looking for sex appeal. I'm talking about who Or the, the whole handsome. package. Just no, no, on just, pure looks? Yeah, just pure looks. It's probably David. David Carr's number yeah, one. I've heard that a lot. David, Garoppolo, and then Brady. And then it will be um, probably Cutler. No, Eli would be toward the bottom. <laughs> <laughs> he got you paid already. Now he uh, can't do anything to you. Eli, but if you want to talk about personality now, Eli's coming up back to is the top. True? Yeah. People, his teammates always say that about yeah, I love him, Eli. how funny he yeah, is. he's huh? a funny guy. I mean, I don't know if he's as funny as they try to make him be on commercials and stuff, but he's funny. Do you care who uh, Jimmy Garoppolo dates? Seems Why would I? Be, I don't know. Seems like a lot of people like to. Who's he dating? Involve- Is somebody he, he was uh, photographed last week out with uh, somebody, and people were none too pleased. Why? What business? Her line of work that she was in. She makes movies of some sort. Who cares? There's a I don't care. I'm just asking you if you care. Why is why someone else trying to control someone else's amount of love? Right? That's I didn't right. tell you. I don't like you. I may not like your husband and your girlfriend. I don't call you and get all in your business. My number one rule is stay out of other people's business. That's right. You do you. Build your I'll own business. You. you can't build a business when you're in somebody else's business all the time. Worry about yourself. Yeah. Tend to your own garden. Yeah. Yeah. Something like that. Yeah. I think we park our cars in yeah. the same garage on that one. Nah. I don't park my car in the garage. I like the people to see my nice car in the neighborhood I so do. they know that. I know, I'm balling. No, I'm just joking a with you. Speech. I was just. I don't even tint my windows because I want them to see me driving my Benz. Oh, is that yeah. good? That be is that Martellus Ben? I've asked. You're damn this right. Before. You see this car I'm in too. It's nice, ain't it? Now your brother, who's another delight, but very different, a distinct personality from you. Yeah, he's more of a car- caramel delight. Yeah, and more yeah, of a milk chocolate delight. Kind of. They look both alike, are delicious, but, but like. But you're very different. He's more yeah. droll. He's more deadpan than you. You're more sort of effusive personality, and maybe that's owed to. And I've mentioned this to the both of you before. What, the, what do you ever sit around and talk about with your parents? Do you ever say like, "How come I got this exotic, singular name in Martellus? Nobody in the world has the name Martellus, and okay. he's Michael." I do. Feel cheated I do. By Some, that. Sometimes I do. Like Martellus Bennett on a resume is not going to get the job. You don't think so? No, nah, I'm going to go to the back of the list. So that's why I go by Marty. Now, Marty Bennett, you don't know if I'm black, I'm Jewish, or white. <laughs> Marty Bennett, I could be a Jewish guy coming in. Now you're surprised. Like, oh, that's oh, not what we expected oh, at Marty Bennett. You're not Marty. You're not Marty. Be- oh, Martellus. Yeah, yeah oh, see, Martellus. Okay. Then my name was like, it took me forever to learn how to spell my name. Right? It's nine letters. All these other kids got like four. Yeah. I got six syllables in my name. It's so you're crazy. the one. I had to clap my cheated. name out. 
Martell, us in class. Every other kid, John, Jim, Chris, Martell, us. Like, how come I got so many syllables? Here I've been all this time feeling bad for Michael that I feel like he got the generic sort of vanilla name and you got the exciting one. Well, my name name comes from my dad served in the military for a long time. His best friend was Marcellus and he had another friend named Martell. So he put both of their names together, and then you got this ball of black awesomeness that's sitting right in front of you right now, Martellus. So then, but in Greek, it means Greek God, which is very fitting name. For you. For me. And the, my more my built. Maybe not my personality, because I'm not very God-like with my personality. <laughs> Although some of us should try to be more like Jesus. But, you know, like... I am just like, you know, my stature, you know, like if, mm-hmm. like when I was in Japan, I left You're Japan. statuesque. Oh, you yeah. must have been crazy in Japan. Well, when I was in Japan, I left. They knew, I'm now known in Japan, in Tokyo, as the Happy Samurai, which is a very <laughs> fitting name for me. And I love it. What did you wait? What did you used to call yourself? The black unicorn? The black unicorn. Yeah. And now you're this, huh? You're like Shaq, like Shaq Fu with the nicknames. That's why I got so many nicknames because Shaq was my favorite player growing up. Is that true? Yeah. How about that? Are, have you heard now? They're like twenty, twenty-five years since Shaq Fu first made the scene. You'll the terrible video game. There. Well, that was a bad video game, but I mean the man. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Inspired yeah, yeah. him. Yeah. Shaquille. Now there are a lot of guys in sports and outside of it as well named Shaquille. And if you ask them, yeah, that was they, their parents like Shaquille O'Neal, and I they mean, named a child after because that was not a, a, an existent. If I meet a kid named Martellus, he's damn sure no, he he ain't mine, but he's definitely well, named after me. Well, that's what I'm me. wondering. I wonder if there are fans out there. I don't know, Patriots fans or whomever who nah. are like, oh yeah, Martellus, let's go with that. I don't think I spent enough time in one location to have fans like that. I was a nomadic football player. I didn't really have a home. You know, I was like I always tell people, I was a lily pad floating through the water, and wherever team needed me, I would stop there for a little bit and let that frog jump on me, and I would stay there. And once that frog jumped off, I was floating trying to find another frog to frolic my way. I maybe you're with me on this. I think it's weird and cockamamie, and I'm not sure for whose benefit it is that these guys, Darrell Revis just did it. All these guys do it now. They do. They sign for one last day. They sign a one day contract so they can retire as a blank. T- you know, for what whatever. T- uh, what, what team would you do that for if you were to do it? I don't think any team would have me back. <laughs> All right, but what if they would? What, what would you? Uh, what, I don't what, really. I don't really think like for me. I don't like for those guys. They feel like they have legacy there, and also a branding move too. You know, you retire there, it opens more door to make money there for a long time. That's where you had to prime your career. You want to be remembered as a great because wherever you went after there, you probably got washed up a few years later, but you spilled the prime, the best part of the years right here. That's almost like like I'm about to die, but I want to make sure I'm back with this old girlfriend who I had in high school. It was really high, and she remembered from where I was, and I want to die with her being her boyfriend. I, this is exactly what I talked with Maurice Jones-Drew about earlier this week. I think it's weird that the Jets – they didn't just – Darrell Revis left them and went to the Patriots and won a Super Bowl with them. That's their arch rival. And then he – you know, he's with the Jets. He goes back and signs a one-day contract with the Jets. This is very much like Beyonce embracing Jay-Z after whatever he did on the outside and being like, ah, let's let bygones be bygones. There's nothing like Jay-Z and Beyonce. Uh, so no, it's very – that's a good metaphor I just made. <laughs> or is it a simile? I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't think – I just don't think, like, for me, like – like, some of these guys that do there, like, you know, like Matt went back to Chicago, but he only spent, like, one year with the Jets or whatever, so it's a little bit different. But I felt like the Bears messed over him, and they should have just let him play his last couple of years. I think he was still performing, you know, so the – you know, and you could – and he could um, teach a younger back or whatever. So, um, for me, I don't really feel like – I never felt at home at any of the places I played, honestly, as far as, like, 
a person there. I understood that I looked at myself as a consultant. So my job was to go into wherever places was that needed a tight end. I would consult at the tight end position mm. until they found another tight end better than me or my cons- my consultation was over. Then I had to go consult somewhere else. So I look at every single player as an independent entrepreneur company. I don't think every player views themselves as that. A lot of players view themselves as working as part of a larger corporation and being owned at that combination corporation and having a job there. I feel like I, the tight end position is my skill is my job. And when you need someone to fill that position, you hire me, but it's only your contract base. It's not full-time employment. Boy, that's interesting the way you state that. And I remember the, a couple of years ago, you and Gronk out there for the Patriots, it just seemed like, well, there's nothing anybody can do about this. If they, as, you know, as long as you have those two guys on the field on either side of Brady, on either side of the O-line, what's any defense going to possibly be able to do realistically to stop the two of you? But what was it like? Because I remember when you and Chris Long, who's another one of, the, uh, one of the great guys in the league, in my opinion at least. Yeah, he's uh, a superhuman being. He, that's right, yeah. yeah super-duper guy. I that's like right. Chris. Um, when you both went there, it seemed like within about a span of a week you went there, and I lamented it, and I said, this is bad for football, for football fans, because you guys are some of the most entertaining and outspoken and best guys, but I think it's going to get repressed in Foxborough by Belichick. True or false? Did that happen or no? It didn't happen to me. Didn't. No. It was a nice experience up there. I had a great time. Why is everybody always be- – when all these guys leave there, like Amendola, why are they now belly aching about uh, Belichick? Perspective. Right, you change your perspective. You change your perspective. You change your life, and you go through different situations and you view different things different ways. Like for me, I like the fact that it was all about football when I was at work, and no one's worried about what I was doing outside of the field. Or I have a coach saying like, "Oh, you know, you're playing in this band. We don't need you being in this band because you just want to take away from football time." No, you're not messing up now, but we don't want anything else to get in the way of football. I just think it's ridiculous. So I thought it felt like at work it was work, and then. But I also view myself as a limited-time contracted entrepreneur for the NFL as well. How interesting. So as long as when you're in the building with the Patriots and you stay in that lane of football, no trouble. Just don't be in there talking about your animation no, I projects talk, and everything. No, else. like Bill showed my first animated project to the team. Is that true? Yeah, at the family day. That's so um, great. Why doesn't that stuff come out? That's, it seems like all you hear about is uh, – oh. The guys just laugh at me because there was one point like every day they'll walk by and I'll be in Bill's office. <laughs> I was going. I had to talk to him about different stuff. It could be a random thing. We had this open door policy, but no one would walk through the door that often. And I would always be in there. Really? <laughs> just be like, what are you going to be doing in there? It's like, oh, I just had to ask Bill something real quick. He's a very smart, intelligent person. That's what I've always heard. So he I like to talk to intelligent people. He loves his history, his military history. Yeah, Did been, he have an opinion on Elsa or Anna? I'm pretty sure he does. Yeah. And then he might say, I don't do the face chat or the tweet look or the the insta, the insta face. I, I, that's a bit. I know he's doing it. I know. It's funny, too, though. I love it. it no, got, I do. But it uh, haven't got old to me just yet. <laughs> I, sometimes there was a couple times he says stuff, and I would laugh out loud in the middle of the meeting. And Devin McCourty would always be like this, like, stop. And I just, like, couldn't help but it was funny. Yeah, I, I think he appreciated my laughs. I mean, McCourty, also a funny guy. Yeah, he's but he's, fun, yeah, so. he's all right. <laughs> nah, me and McCordy hate on each other as much as possible. We're in this group text message still, me and him, do Ryan and Logan Ryan. Who well, I think as I as I say, I really do find you to be one of uh the more fascinating and funny guys in the league. Who to you do we need to uh you know meet and uh, get to know a little bit better because of those attributes? A lot of these guys just be active. A lot of these guys are putting on a 
portraying a certain. I figured it out. I'm not naive. I, yeah, I can so figure like sometimes it out. people are like oh such and such is like great. I was like this guy's great. Like this, you don't know what I know. As long as he knows that the camera's there. If the camera's yeah. not there, does he change? Right. Yeah, he's a dick then. <laughs> but um, but for the most part, I would say um, like who's really cool that I met. I don't know. Like A Rod was very interesting. Is he? Um, yeah. yeah, he's super intelligent guy. Very smart. Um, Jay Cutler is actually very, very, very smart as well. Um, very high IQ. Um, as far as just like talking to people around the league, um, that's a good question. Like, who do I look forward to talking to? Oh, Ricky Jean Francois. Really? Man, this dude's awesome. Like, he has like, first of all, he owns like fifty Dunkin' Donuts. Oh, I like that. And yeah, me too. He's like this huge entrepreneur. Entrepreneur. He knows, and he's really smart, real like well read. Always reading books, and he's just like a guy that you want to like. I would sit with him at breakfast every morning just to talk to him about stuff that the other jocks in the locker room did not want to talk about. We can talk about books at a later date. Last question. Books best, are great though. Best, I, I it's the know. best way to take a vacation when you can't afford a plane ticket. Well said. That's right. Yeah, go off into another universe altogether. Just go to by Hogwarts. In the book there, best kind of donut. Oh. Mm, a glaze donut, a really well-made glaze or a lemon Shame. filled. Shame, we had such a nice time, and then you get the wrong answer. And the last question, uh, what you know, think it? I know it's a buttermilk donut. It's a nah. buttermilk cake. Buttermilk fried chicken is the best. Buttermilk donuts, not so much. Well, listen, you talk about the cake donut. I'm talking about a cake. Donut. Oh, that's like cake fourth donut. on the list. Cake is the better donut. You don't ever eat raised donuts in a world that has, if I want a has cake, cake donuts. If, you have self-esteem issues. I bet you eat green apples, too, if I wanted, or red apples. If I wanted a cake donut, I would just eat cake in the morning, which I have done a lot since I've been retired, and it is the best <laughs> feeling in the world. <laughs> Why get a cake donut when you could just have a slice of birthday cake? I'm one step ahead of you. I'm not even retired, and I eat cake in the morning mm. sometimes. Either way, what a fella, Martellus, a.k.a. Marty Bennett, Call him what you want, you know. Well, yeah, let's we'll go. Marty Bennett, right? Yeah, you. We want to keep it, you know, cloaked in mystery. Yeah, yes. I want. Hey. At one point, I just want to be Marty, like Prince. Ooh. Just nothing else. Oh, that's Marty. The fantastical adventures of AJ, not AJ Feely, rather AJ Bennett. Marty Bennett's daughter. <laughs> Best wishes with that. Best wishes with all your <laughs> and your brother. You guys are doing great work Thank off you. the field, and uh, we appreciate it, and we appreciate the time today. God bless America. They like it when you say that. That is true. They yeah. do like that. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day. And smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. 
If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home.